Mm-hmm. Welcome everybody to a special two for one special podcast. Um, my name is Dad Dad Gamer. With me is Randall and LJ. Um, say what's up, everybody. Yo, um, what's going on, everybody? So today it's still a two for one, two for one special, but we're doing a little flip. I'm starting my own podcast called Untitled. Can we talk about it? And we're just going to give you a little preview of what this that's going to be like today. Um, we're still going to talk anime. Actually, we're going to start with anime, but um, just want to give you a heads up of what's going on today. It's not your normal, but it's still it's still us. It's still us being us. Okay, so um, let's get started with your daily dose of anime. Go ahead, kick it off, Randall. All right. So, so far the news for anime wasn't that much. Basically, it was about Attack of Titan because Attack of what the what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was, but uh, but yeah, basically the news for anime really wasn't that much. Besides, Attack on Titan is about to come out. If I'm not mistaken, this week actually, yeah, it come out Friday, Saturday. But um, but it is that, and then the only other news is One Piece and LJ. I need to get your opinion on this because I know you watch One Piece more than me, so. The whole One Piece community was in an uproar because they was debating if Yamato was a boy or a girl. So, LJ, what's your take on that? I'm, I'm pretty sure she's a boy. I mean, a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but basically what was uh, going on is we know if you, you, you know how she, how she looks, LJ. But they were yeah. saying that in the anime or the manga, however you want to, however you want to say it, she was identifying herself as a man, so she was going as a man. But the community was like, okay, she's identified as a man, but she's actually a girl, and then they had they was going back and forth with that. Oh, yeah, there was a reason for it why she said she was a guy. I can't. I. I can't think of I think it. it had something to do with Kaido, something like that. It it did. It had well, it, it, not just Kaido. It had to do with uh, well, I mean, it did have to do with Kaido, but it had to do with uh, the original leader of that island uh, on the Zuko. Right. Uh, because he, oh, what was it? She knew when she was a female. That he, she know everybody knows that's her daughter. But it was because of the different fruit she ate and because she wanted to be the guardian deity, which is, I think, classified as a male. That's why she was going as male. But everybody knows she's a female. Right. Now, we can get into the details of what she identifies as. I don't think it was supposed to be that serious. But who knows? I'm, I'm not going to go down that route. That's opening a can of worms. Uh but yeah, I mean, yeah, I people just like to fight over just random stuff sometimes. You ain't lying. I don't know. I, that that's 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 one of those out of left field arguments where you, unless you was like really really thinking like super hard about it, you you just accepted it and you just kept on moving. Right. But I mean, if the author comes out and says no, she's a guy. Okay, she's a guy. Hmm. So there was a um to, to chime in a little bit, there was something like that when I was growing up about Frieza, where Frieza was a guy or a girl. Mm, up. I remember, I remember. 
So this thing, these things always happen, especially with like um, with voiceovers and stuff like that. And like, it's it, it's a weird thing to think like like do I care? Freezes a girl boy? No, I thought Freezes a really as a, a racist. That's all I know. So. I remember because they showed. I ain't gonna lie to you. When I first heard Freeze, I ain't know if Free was a, a guy or a girl. And mm-hmm. to this day, I'm still confused. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for Daily Dust Anime. It wasn't really too much because, like I said, that pretty much took up the entire week. And also the uh, Attack on Titan come uh, last episode coming out. So that's pretty much really was it for real because we talked about have, everything. They else. put a date on that. Talking about for Attack on Titan? Yeah. Come out Saturday, November 4th. This coming Saturday? Yes, sir. And this is the last episode? Hopefully. Hopefully. But some stuff came out because here's the thing because the stuff came out because they're working on either a sequel or prequel. And then he bringing another 18 page manga out. So we don't know. And then he, then he came out and said that that is connected to Attack on Titan. So whenever this mm-hmm. new eighteen page manga come out, which come out next year, we don't know if that's the true ending or or he's just doing something just to do it. So it's it's yeah, it's all over the place. So this could be the ending. I I'm not sure. Cause now everybody is speculating, okay, are we finna get the manga ending or are we finna get the anime only ending? Or are they gonna have a little hint? Cause like I said, he came out with a whole bunch of new information over the past Three weeks, I say. So ain't ain't no telling. I ain't even gonna lie to you. So ain't no telling. So is this in? So do you think this one will break the internet? More than likely, just because of how how long everybody's been waiting for it. Like LJ and uh, you, you be mentioning this this thing should have been ended damn near three years ago. So yeah, of course, every yeah, they gonna. I won't say gonna break. Uh, it gonna break records. It's not gonna break the internet, I don't think so. Depending on how the how the end goes, if the end goes the manga route, I I can see it. I can see the community go back and forth, but if it changes and do what everybody think that it may do, and hence a sequel or prequel, then it may break the internet. But I can see it, it gonna have a lot of people tuning in. Though, I'll tell you that. Okay. Well. That is your Daily Dose of Anime. Uh, come to you by Daily Dose of Anime by the Instagram group because they're no longer on Facebook. Anyway, so right now we're going to hit you some quick sports hitters. And our main topic today um, is going to be the fall of boxing and why is boxing the way it is now. So um, first quick hitters. Um, Victor Wimbiana. Mm. Been playing, has been playing pretty good. Um, he's not, he's not putting, he's not lighting the league up on fire, but he's showing good, really good flashes right now. Um, what you guys' thoughts on how um, Victor has so far played? He's doing good. I ain't gonna lie to you. He's doing amazing. All, all he got to do, stay healthy, get a little bit muscle on him. He gonna be just fine. The health is my biggest question for him. Um, because mm. when you tall people knees usually give out, um, and that's usually the problem with with like, especially with his stature, like the, his uh, his body type. I don't know if you actually can put on muscle. To be honest, you right. Um, 
Because look at KD. KD has been skinny his whole life, you know. So um, I don't know if he'd be a put on muscle, but like I, I'm more worried about his health and long and longevity. Right. Um, what What you think, LJ? I I saw I saw the match. I saw or not the match. I saw some of the highlights and some of the other things with it. I. I agree. I don't think he can really put on weight because it's just his body type and everything that goes along with that. But he he's he just lanky for no reason. Like yes. real talk. He's just yes, real for no absolute no reason. Like he walks like when I was looking at him, he reminds me of uh oh, uh, what's that anime character? It's from uh Oh, he he reminds me of Hasoka just a little bit, just the way he walks. Like you know how Hasoka <laughs> like kind of walks like gingerly, and he's leaning and rocking back and forth a little bit. I right. mean, that's because he's like a clown or whatever. But that's what he reminds me of a little bit. He just walks weird and he runs weird, but that's because he's tall for no reason. But you you can't mess up that physique. <laughs> a pound this way or you know you add more muscle like his whole body is going to mess up I, in, in my opinion like he, where he's at now is probably where he needs to stay at it's just going to be a matter of fact of once people understand how to guard him I say or you know you start to try to because eventually like especially when it gets closer to the playoffs I think people are going to really start trying to see, is he physical enough to back down to LeBron James? No. Is he physical enough to back down a, a KD? Right? If you... He, if I'll you tell you one thing. Like, I'll, tell, I'll tell you the, the litmus test for him. Um, I think Draymond Green will push him out the paint every time. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't think he can beat Draymond Green in the paint. Right. And that, just, that's going to be a problem, to me, mm-hmm. at least. I, we, I understand the big man is not the big man of yesteryear. It's not, they don't stay in the paint like they used to and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But there are still those bigs that are like, well, if you aren't going to really challenge me, then I'm going to just see what happens. Or is your coach going to take you out because you're not allowed to get I Something wrong with my webcam, I think. And I'm happy to look into that. Mm. Okay. But um, for now, yeah, I just think Wimbiana is just, that's just a weird body type. And even though we probably would want him to put some more weight on, I don't think he can put more weight on. See, that's a good comparison too, because Giannis was extremely skinny coming out too. And um, he put on a lot of weight. And he, he didn't start like advancing the playoffs until he put on the weight right. and until he started doing that. So. That was a good comparison right there. Um, next subject we'll talk about. Let's talk about the ever ever flowing saga that is James Harden. Um, James uh, Harden right. doesn't want to play for Philly anymore. Um, call Darren Moore everything. Call him a liar. Call him all kind of stuff um, publicly too. He's made no bones about it. He made no bones where he, he sits. Um, came to, went to trading camp in the beginning, showed up. And then all of a sudden, 
one day for practice, he wasn't there. Turns out he was out there in Houston, um, partying it up. That's like his second, that's like that's his home. So he was out there in Houston, chilling, doing his thing. Then um, um, he tried to show up for one, the last preseason game. They said, no, stay home, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, he tried showing up for the um, for the first of series of games, and security would not let him on the plane um, because he's not showing up. And let me, in my opinion, I know I get what he's doing by showing up randomly. You can't find him for not showing up for the games if they won't let you on the plane. Right. Mm-hmm. He'll take the practice fine, but he's not going to take I'm not showing up for the game fine. Right. So that's why I think they do it. Until they, until they tell him uh, we won't find you if you stay home or try to trade you, he's going to keep doing that. Um, but um, I'll start. I'll start with you this time, LJ. What do you think about this whole James Harden situation? I I think both of them need to get rid of each other because the when so I knew he was having dog at trouble and he hates playing for them now. Even though that's the reason why they got Nick Nurse, if I remember correctly, is the reason they went and got Nick Nurse is because uh. MB like Nick Nurse and James Harden also like Nick Nurse. I might be wrong about that, but I thought that was one reason they, they decided to get Nick Nurse as well. Yeah, but, that's one of the reasons, yeah. But now that they are that it seems like that don't matter. And so now they have uh now they just have the superstar who let's be honest, he's getting a worse and worse crap each year because this will be his what? Fourth team in three years or fifteen in three years. He's been so, on a lot of teams now. So he 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 started off with OKC. They went to the Rockets. Got himself right. traded from the Rockets to Brooklyn. From right. Brooklyn to the Nets right now. Right. So uh, Sixers, sorry, it's the Sixers. And so this is his fourth team total. But he's been traded like this will be his third time being traded. Right. So I, actually, actually, every time he's been traded, he never went anywhere in free agency. No, because nobody can keep him. And I guess technically this will be his free agency now after this year, right? Or yes, he'll be a free agent after this year. But he so, wants he wants money though. He wants the money. Um and he opted in because he thought he'd get traded to somewhere he wanted to go. Yeah. Uh, but Daryl Morey's not getting the value he wants. He wants to go to the Clippers. And um Clippers are not giving up a player, and the player is not even really like all that. But he's a young player; they they have an eye on. So, but uh, my 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 question is: Is it worth it to really trade for him? Because if uh, as soon as he gets disgruntled or mad or whatever, you you know what he's going to do. He's going to go off to Atlanta, right? That's his second home. Uh, uh, what you just said there, where he likes to go to? Um, Houston. Houston. Oh, well, he goes back to Houston, goes there, go hangs out there, go get fat, get happy, and then he shows back up looking like he never played basketball in his life. And then uh, you just, and he just stays like that until either you trade him or he gets whatever he wants. Right? And Some people say that was a fat suit that he put on. And that might be. Who knows at this point? But, I mean... 
I just wouldn't want to deal with it. That, that's too much of a headache. And for you to just a lot of times just disappears in the playoffs. Like regular season, yeah, you fine. But then you just disappear in the playoffs multiple times year after year after year. I don't think I would want to take that. And if I'm the Clippers who already have disappearing uh superstars already, I don't think I would want to take that either. Mm-hmm. And, and to and to your point, the Clippers, um, um, their their main problem last year though was like they was good defensively, but like scoring at a high level was their problem. Yeah. Um, so bringing in James Harden would alleviate that problem, but you still, but it also gives you a hole on defense, in my opinion. Um, what do you think about it, Randall? Here's what I'm gonna say. James Harden, no matter of fact, he he did this before. Ben Simmons is 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 James Harden, and James Harden is pulling Ben Simmons. What the NBA need to do is this, because <clears throat> players are gonna pick up on Ben Simmons and James Harden. James Harden don't want to play where he's at. Same thing with Ben Simmons. What they do is they gonna pull the stunt to where they ain't gonna play. Pull the stunt saying this and saying that. And uh, James Harden's good for it, and Ben Simmons started doing it. What the NBA need to do is they need to pull a rule into play so this won't start happening frequently to where if they pull a stunt like this, it starts affecting their pockets. So we all know James Harden don't want to play where he at, and he, don't, he beefing with the, the uh, coach. He beefing with the organization with Philadelphia. He's ready to leave. He mainly beefed with Daryl Morey, the GM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl Morey is his main target. And when he went on his little campaign run all in Japan, he was telling how how much beef he got. So, like I said, they going to follow suit, especially rookies, because we know how dumb – I forgot dude's name. Dude went on Twitter talking about he wanna uh he requested a trail he don't want to play, and then he got fined like a hundred times. talking about that Rocket dude. No, yeah. No, yeah. no, the, the dude – no, that dude was from um that played for um Charlotte, I believe. The Hornets, yeah. yeah. Yes. He went on Twitter yeah. talking about requesting trade, knowing damn well you can't tweet that, and he got his stupid self got fined. But like I said, they the NBA need to need to do something about that because, like I said, it gonna it gonna it gonna follow suit. It gonna do a, a monopoly domino effect, and they need to put a rule in there to where if the NBA players start doing that, y'all gonna get fined or y'all not finna get to this team so let for a uh, prime example let's say james Harden. we all know james Harden want to trade let's say james Harden say like look i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna show up for this i'm not gonna show up for that until i get traded i don't want to play with this team i do not want to put on a philadelphia jersey anymore until i get traded so let's say that he don't play for two to three months until because i don't know what a trade trade line is i don't know but let's say he don't play until the trade line or when the trade comes. He mm-hmm. ain't going to get fined. I, I don't think so. He ain't going to get fined because Ben Simmons pulled that. And he ain't, I don't think he got fined. He got fined. I think he got fined, but he ain't get fined that much. With, he got fined initially until he came to an agreement not to find him anymore to seek the trade. Yeah. So this is what they need to start doing. So like I said, James Harden want to trade, and let's say he want to play for Houston Rockets. What the NBA need to start doing is, okay, cool. You want to, you ain't gonna play until you get traded to the Houston Rockets. 
we gonna say that you were playing games and you be like, hey, I'm gonna still play, but I, I did want to play with Houston. But he he pulling all this crazy stuff here. NBA be like, all right, cool. Since you know all this is all that, and we know that you want to get traded for Houston, we gonna put in a one or two year block to where you can't, you're no longer able to get traded to Houston for a year or two until you know until that's up. That's what the NBA need to start doing because all these players are gonna start following suit like James Harden, and they're gonna be like, oh, I want to play for such and such team because. Uh, Steph Curry and them doing good, and I know I can win a, win a ring with Steph Curry, so I'm finna do this with this team until they force, you know, force me out, or or they, or I'm, you know, unless I, I get a trade request, somebody need to head over to Golden State, and be like, hey, put this play on the one or two year uh, block list because he doing, you know, he pulling this crap right here. But that's what I think the NBA needs to start doing. They need to do something like that because. They give the players basically getting too much power, which I can understand. You know, you don't want to work for someone you don't want to work at. So I know you don't want to play for somebody you don't want to play. But they are doing it the wrong way, in my opinion. Okay. I hear you and I agree with you in a sense, too. Um, players um, asking for trade was, was never a problem for me. Um, it's that when um, you're, like, deep under contract – and you're trying to like dictate where the trade goes. Right. That's when I have a problem with it. Um, uh, for example, this also happened with um, Damian Lillard. Um, he he tried like like to go to Miami like crazy, but um, they didn't want to deal to Miami. Um, and I think it was pettiness on the on Portland's part. Um, but I'll say this: um, I um, him going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee is scary now. You're Milwaukee right. is real scary right now. So that this might have worked out for Damian Lillard's um, favor. All right, let's give a, do a couple things um, with the NFL, and then we'll move on to the main topic. Um, trade deadline is approaching for the NFL. Um, some players were were being looked at. Um, Derrick Henry is being looked at, but, they, the, but the Titans said today they're not going to trade him. Even though they fielded n- numerous offers. Um, if there's a team that's one player away, um, and a trade will happen, who do you think that is, um, Randall? Come on for the NFL, yeah. A team that's one player away that should make a trade for for a certain player, who do you think they should trade for? Mm, who who asking for trades right now? Um, it's so. There's there's a bunch of people that are really asking for trades, but the, it looks like it's not going to happen because NFL is real stingy with the trades. NFL is extremely stingy for that. Because the only because um, the only the reason why I ask because the only person I heard who is requested this cr- trade is uh Henry. That's the only thing I heard about. Henry is staying though. Yeah, Henry is staying. They said they're not going to be able to trade him because they didn't get a good enough offer. Um, but there are um, let's see, um. They're looking at promising trade Tannehill, Devontae Adams, Saquon Barkley. Um, it was up for trade, it seems like. Um, but most um Dalvin Cook is looking for a trade also. Mm. Because um he signed with the Jets thinking that Brees Hall wasn't gonna play that well, and Brees Hall out there killing it. Um 
the commanders are shopping um, the defensive ends, um, Chase Young and Montez Sweat, because they can't sign them both this right. year. So we're going to see how it goes. So um, if you think one team is a player away, what team would it be? What player should they get? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And, it's, and it may be. I don't know how y'all gonna take it, but I don't. Carolina needs a team ASAP. Bryce Young, somebody needs a team. A, I mean, let me not not a team. Need a player. I don't know who they need, but they need somebody in Carolina. Cause Bryce Young ain't. I don't know if it's the the rookie jitters or he or he just what. But for what I'm seeing, he. His um stats is good, so it's it's not a hundred percent his fault why the re- the uh, team ain't winning the game. But Carolina, they need some. I don't know who they need, but they need some because they ain't they ain't doing it right now. All right, what about you, LJ? Well, when I hear this question, I feel like who you're saying what is needed for a team to win a Super Bowl, right? To get that next step to get them to get them where they need to go, yes. Right. So, I mean, in my opinion, California is nowhere near winning a Super Bowl, but that what happened when you've done suck for I don't know how long now, and you technically are in a rebuilding phase. New Carolina? Yeah. So, I wouldn't put Carolina on there. I wouldn't also put uh, the Houston, uh, the Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, uh, well, actually, so the team, I think, probably one person away or one player away is the Jets. They just need a quarterback. And they had a quarterback. The quarterback got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then they really did not think about the backup who they didn't have problems for for so long, and they were like, well, he's still our backup. Now, this you can say this is the problem with you building a team around one quarterback. Isn't it really? And that only that quarterback can, you know, run that offense. And, I mean, I have to agree with that. But on the flip side, you either need to go find you somebody else to go run that offense. So, yeah, to me, it's the Jets. They literally had everything. They was literally, we were saying, they probably going to win them a Super Bowl. There was a whole bunch of people saying they, they're going to win a Super Bowl. They're that good. They're that molded, all of this. And then, uh, what's McCullough got hurt? And then after okay. that, it just, they're, they're what? they two and five. And it's a surprising, it's surprising that they two and five. So I think I think that would be my pick would be the Jets. Okay. Um my pick would be I think the Bengals need to go get a top flight corner. Mm, they need something. Uh, Joe Bur- no, Joe Burrow's health Joe Burrow's healthy now and he's actually playing pretty good right now. I think if they had a if they went and went to Atlanta and got AJ Terrell, I think um I think Cincinnati would be Super Bowl bound. Like hands down, you you put AJ Terrell with that defensive lineup because all they're literally like I think I believe they're a corner away from being from being 
from good getting back to the Super Bowl. So well, I that'll think, be don't they have a problem with their line. The um the line is more of a scheme thing because they, they have talent on the offensive line, but it's more of a scheme. And sometimes Joe Burrow takes too long because he wants the big play, hmm. and um he has a problem taking the check down sometimes. So, um, that that's my opinion on it. Um, All right. Anybody, anybody want to add anything to it? I'm going to say this. Surprisingly, Seattle is doing an amazing job this season. Yeah, they're 4-2. and two, um, And look, looking real good right now. Yeah, you're right. Seattle is, is doing a really good job. Seattle is also could be one of those teams probably just like one player away too. For real, for real, they yeah. Cause, oh. But like, I, I my problem is in my mind, I see Seattle and I don't see the elite. You know, I think they're good, but I don't see elite. I, but they have all the tools. I agree. They have they have a, they have a decent quarterback. They have a running game. They got receivers. They got a line. They they got pretty much everything. It's just that they just got to put it all together and just keep it together. Um. All right, so let's go ahead and go on to the main topic. Yesterday, I had the unfortunate um, waste of my time watching a fight. <laughs> I was watching the Tyson Fury in the Gano fight. Right. And to me, like, like watching this, like, kind of, it like, it like hurt my soul a little bit because growing up, boxing was like an event. Everybody came over your house. Like, who, like, you're literally like calling like midweek, say, hey, are you ordering a fight? Who's ordering a fight? You know? And uh, you, you talk about what you're going to bring, and it was a whole event. Um, to me, boxing it, it is dead. Now I'm giving a reason for each re- for each reason why I do. But last night, well, one of the reasons now is that um, I'll start with this one: this um, mixing of the arts. And Francis Ngannou won that fight yesterday. In my opinion, he won that fight. I watched the fight. The whole fight, and I think he won that fight. He knocked out Tyson Fury. Now, he said Tyson Fury took the gun lightly. Yes, you can absolutely say that. But that's that's a Tyson Fury problem. That's completely Tyson Fury, but that's not a Nagano problem. And Tyson Fury sure lost, sure lost that. And he almost lost out on a huge payday for his next um, unification bout because he didn't take this one serious. But these, um, these like that's well, celebrities and big MMA fighters and stuff like that seem to be drawing the money, which is, and I think that that money for the celebrity boxing thing is about to burst pretty soon because right now it, it's inflated right now, and I think that it's going to burst pretty soon. Um, and boxing boxing is going to be completely dead, um, because you got people like. You got the Logan Pauls, the Jake Pauls, um, fighting. Jake Paul, when he 
But one time you fought a real boxer, he lost. Somebody who has the boxing acumen and he lost. And but people were are lined up paying watching um Logan uh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul fight every time to watch him lose. Um it's it takes away from the pureness of boxing, in my opinion. And like while it's making money, it's not due to sport any favors. It's like not all news, not all news is good news, or not all back press is good press, you know. Sure, they are um they're making numbers and stuff like that. And Jake Paul and Logan Paul make tons of KSI, they make tons of money off this boxing stuff that they're doing. But in my in my thing, they're killing they're killing the sport. Um you guys have an opinion on this? You want me to start? I'm gonna let go first. I'm gonna let you go first. Here's here's what I gotta say. Yesterday was a pure robbery of the sport. Now, I do not know how to pronounce his name, but Francis Nagano. Him right there. He said in an interview that he knew for a fact, no matter what he did, if he didn't get a KO on Tyson Fury and it went the distance, he would lose no matter what. He said that he, mm-hmm. he he came into that. He even told he told a reporter he like I knew for a fact if I didn't get a KO, no matter how much damage or how much I beat up on him, I'm not gonna win just because I'm the new guy and I'm and they ain't gonna let a new guy win. So he's even he knew I knew when uh I knew it because I turned I turned it off when uh when everything was said and done because I was like I was like bro, no matter how bad he got beat up, how bad Tyson Fury got beat up. As long as he didn't get a KO, bro was not for the win that fight, which is sad. Now, to what you were saying about the boxing and uh, I have to say, well, yeah, the TikTok doing it too, but the YouTubers and all that stuff. At first, I didn't have a problem. What the hell was that? Oh, okay, never mind. That's outside. At first, I didn't have a problem with it because they wasn't showboating and doing what they were doing now. They were just, you know, they were just having little events here and there, and you mainly was only seeing it on YouTube at the time. They wasn't bringing in all these promoters, and they wasn't bringing spotlights to it. They were like, hey, if y'all want to watch the fight, you can watch it on my YouTube page, or you can watch it on this uh live streamer page on YouTube. And it was on the Zone app for no, a while. No, 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 I'm talking about when they first started, when they first started. Okay, okay. When they first started. Because I, 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 I was watching it. Day one, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie okay. to you, but okay. uh, but back then, day though, they like I said, they wasn't they was doing it for fun, and I was cool with that. Now, all of a sudden, they got the big head and all this stuff, and all these promoters, Showtime, The Zone, HBO, Floyd, all of them started investing into them. Now, the influencers getting the big head. I'm like, bro, y'all are just influencers. Don't get me wrong. Y'all can fight and box and sell out arenas, but y'all not real boxers. Don't go in there and pretend like y'all real boxers. And what took it over the edge for me and what really pissed me off, because like I said, I ain't had no problem with it until I don't know when KSI fought. Uh, Tommy Fury, I think it was like two, three weeks ago. Whenever they fought, mm-hmm. whenever they fought, it was three weeks ago. Yeah, it was three weeks ago. What pissed me off was during that main event, 
they had a tag team boxing match. Yeah. What in the hell is a tag team boxing match? So, when I saw the highlights, right, it was Alex Wasabi and some some other people. I forgot. I don't know. Dude was getting beat up. Bruh, stop. Get, he stopped the match because he was getting beat up so bad, and he tagged in the other guy. And I was like, bro, what is this? What kind of BS is this? So that was, that was really took it over from took it took it from me. I was like, I was cool with what y'all was doing. You know, y'all wasn't banging y'all heads up. Y'all were like, hey, you know, I'm just a YouTube trying boxing, yada yada. They were selling out arenas, then you know, the zone, HBO, stars, all of them got into it. But they still wasn't doing it to this extent. And then recently when Tommy Fury came into the mix, that's when Jake Paul and KSI just took it to a whole nother level and they started just blasting and all this stuff talking about they can beat any amateur boxer out there, yada yada. And uh and then when KSI fought Tommy Fury, like I said, when they had that tag team boxing match, I'm like, okay, y'all taking it too far. Now y'all disrespecting the sport of boxing. Cause why the mm-hmm. hell like that just don't make no sense. So you mean to tell me I could beat the hell out of somebody, he can stop the damn match and tag teams tag in somebody else just because he was getting the just because I was beating the hell out of him? I was like, I was like, yeah, that. Now nah, y'all take it too far. I'm pissed off now because I'm like, that's just stupid. It was wrestling, different story, but boxing, yeah, hey, that's just stupid. Y'all just mocking the sport now. Mm-hmm. What you got out there? So, make this be known. I don't. I don't know. I I, I know the things about the things I know. I do not know a thing about boxing or <laughs> MMA or any other fights because I've just never really been that interested in that stuff. But I have seen WWE. I do know that, and the stuff that I see from these the YouTube boxing items and the celebrity boxing stuff reminds me of WWE. Mm-hmm. Now the people from WWE are real athletes. But they're showmanship in what they do. It's a right. show. They're trying to get the crowd reaction. They're trying to get the crowd to invest in them and their characters. It's a character they play. They, you know, it's it's a thing. They have baby faces. That means they're a good guy. They have heels. That means they're a bad guy. And then you have jobbers and all these random other things. In the YouTube, it, it reminds me a little bit of that. Just that they they know that people are coming to see them because they're famous. They really right. could care less if they're actually fighting or know how to fight. Now, to be fair, from my understanding, some of these guys actually do might know how to fight, or they actually take their training seriously enough where they go learn how to fight for a couple of months or, or however, or whenever they get on and they go. But that's just a couple of them. That's not the majority of these people who are doing this. And then they go and fight these actual people who are trained fighters and go fight and they lose. Now, in the, I won't say the normal world, but every day, if you get an unprofessional or a, a semi-pro versus a pro, nine times out of ten, they're going to lose and they're going to lose badly. But that's not what's mm-hmm. happening in this case. So it makes it look like, and to me, when I'm looking at that, and I'll be like, I know this guy should lose. This guy should be losing because he he's facing this dude who's 
a five-time belt champion of the world, some some this, some some that. Are you telling me he's beating him, or he wins by uh not really knockout, but uh by decision? And sometimes these decisions are weird. It just it is mind blowing to me. So I can I get why if you are an actual boxing fan and you really like fight uh, the fights and stuff like that. You're kind of feel like you're being shafted because there aren't any good, no more good fights because it all already been dictated, or it's it's just for show now. It's not really two people fighting. And, you know they done trained to get an edge on each other, and they you know they do things a certain way or this that and the other. It's oh who has more fans? Jake Paul. Okay, he's going to win. Oh well, we bet Jake Paul win, so we can't let KSI win. So. You know, KSI got to take the L today. But make it make it look like you're actually mad about it. But, oh, yeah, both of y'all going to make $10 million from this fight. So, I mean, that way, to me, that way it looks like to me. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but that, you know. No, that's, no, you're not wrong at all. Um, what you're explaining is one of the reasons why I do think um, boxing is going down. Um, Another thing, um, another reason why I want to talk about is I have I have I have two more reasons after this one um, I, that I want to get your opinion on is a lot of people blame Floyd Mayweather for the decline of boxing because Floyd Mayweather when he became um, when we, when he turned himself into um, Money Mayweather, he Floyd Mayweather is like top tier, like one of the top three boxers ever. And he's not number three, okay. Um, but nobody likes his style outside of um, outside certain people who love Floyd. I love Floyd, um, but his style was in boxing. The, the way he went is not to get hit, okay? His defense was impeccable. Like, he dodged all kind of punches. His stance was sore. You couldn't get a direct shot on him at all. Um, and people were mad about that because people love the stand, um, the, the, the bang, the um, stand and bang um, boxing. Floyd Mayweather wasn't doing that. And he was catching $100 million checks for it. Um People uh, were tired of seeing him winning. And then um, he brought in Conor McGregor. And um, when that happened, it was like, okay, this he he ruined boxing because now boxing is taking his turn with the celebrities now. He's the one who first started it. And already you can't hit Conor McGregor, um, not, not Conor McGregor, um, Floyd Mayweather, because many people tried and um, – Nobody ever beat him. He uh, Canelo couldn't beat him. It was, mind you, it was young Canelo. Canelo now will probably, um, probably, um, no, Canelo, Canelo now and Floyd Prime, Canelo still couldn't touch on Floyd. Um, but his fighting style and him like bringing, making boxing up about the money, the one to mainly do it, um, says that that ruined boxing. What's what's your guys' thoughts on it? Here's my thing about it. I, w- I don't want to say Floyd ruined boxing. 
I don't want to say that because he was just good. What what people here's here's what I'm trying to say. They scared to lose their undefeated record, pretty much. A lot of these boxes are, cause we supposed to be in, and I mean Ben had these super fights. Prime example: mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia versus Javante Tank Davis. Both of mm-hmm. them were scared for the longest of time. Well, they weren't scared, but both of them pretty much didn't fight each other for the longest of time because they didn't want to jeopardize their losing record. Same thing go for Devin Haney. Devin Haney don't want to fight these big-name fights because he don't want to lose his losing record because he's supposed to fight uh, Tank, and then he's supposed to fight Ryan Garcia, and then he's supposed to fight somebody else that he ran for and ran from. But I won't say Floyd messed it up. It's just because, to me, Floyd, he was just that good when he was in boxing. And he wasn't telling people, like, hey, no matter what, you garbage if you don't have if you uh don't have a losing record, not losing record. If you lose one match. No, he he was just doing his thing. He was just talking smack, talking about, hey, nobody well back then, nobody can beat me. Yada yada. I'm the best, which he was at the time. But he wasn't telling these people who's up and coming now, like, hey, you garbage if you got if you got uh one loss. If you got one loss, then you're not you're not a legend, you're not the GOAT. But nah, he was just mm-hmm. doing his thing, he was just talking smack. To people he was uh, fighting against, and he was just letting the world know, like, "Hey, I'm that guy." It's these boxers that was looking up to Floyd, saying, "Hey, I'm not the greatest if I have a losing record, because I want to be just like Floyd. So let me not play or let me not fight these big name fights because I don't want to lose my losing uh my undefeated record because of how people was treating Floyd. So I I don't want to say Floyd it is. Floyd fought because like I said he he wasn't all on TV saying hey if you guard if you if you got a loser uh if you got one loss or if you're not undefeated then you're garbage he he wasn't saying all that he was just talking smack and he was just pretty much boosting himself up which he got his right to do it's these boxers who was looking up to him or who was coming in around the time he was leaving saying hey if I don't have an undefeated record then I'm not good. Nah, bro, you, you good no matter what. Cause hell, no, ain't can't no ain't hell. Everybody can't get in that boxing ring now, so you good no matter what. But it's just it's just these folks. Cause like college football, and a lot of these people say you garbage if you if you get one loss. Nah, man, you you good, but everybody just so used to college football having some some teams go undefeated throughout the season, so. I don't want to say it's Floyd's fault. I I say it's just the boxers' fault because they just they just trying to be like Floyd, similar how a lot of these basketball players trying to be like uh, MJ. If you like, if you don't have five rings, you're garbage. Nah, bro, you you made it to the goddamn league. You you you're not garbage. So so that's all. It's just the uh the media and people just trying to look up to him. That's all. I don't know because so I find it weird for anybody to be in undefeated in that type of environment 
at any time. Like, it, like I'm not trying to take anything away from Floyd Mayweather. I understand he's probably like one of the best boxers of all time. But I do find it weird that for you to be undefeated, that means you was uh, either 100%, 100% of the time, you knew exactly what your opponent was going to do for the most part. Uh, and you was able to recover every time, anytime you was caught off guard. And I feel like that's just really impossible for that type of environment, just based off of just human nature, because you just never know what will happen the day of like, like, it, it, like in football, you know, you go in there and you thinking, okay, I'm gonna just, this, this is another game of football. I'm gonna go out here, do, you know, do my check downs, look at, find my guys open and do this. And then I keep going back to Aaron Rodgers for some reason. But on the first play of the drive, you, you get hit, you roll your ankle, and then that was actually your ACL tearing, right? So it, you you never know what is that going to happen to you on that fight. But I think what really happened is that people start with Mayweather. And the only thing that I think I can blame with Mayweather is that people saw that somebody did go undefeated. And they were like, well, I can go undefeated because I'm either as good or better than him. So I'm going to go undefeated. And you do that by not taking every fight. You know, you only take the fights you can win. Right. right. That's essentially what's going on. You only take the fights you can win, which it matters. He is, I mean, it's probably the right choice, right? You, you always want to have the chance to win. But that deprives people who are watching it from getting a real fight. Or that even deprives you of really, you know, that you have these situations now where, where he never fought this guy because he was too scared or he thought he was going to lose. And, you know, maybe that's true. Who knows? But you would never know that because you decided not to take that fight because you said you was injured at that time when maybe you wasn't actually injured. So, I mean, I don't know. With, with that situation, it's just, but I do find it weird that to be, Undefeated in a sport like that, I just find it hard to believe just because of human nature. So that's 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 a great point. And to your point to where like anything could happen, um that happened to Anthony Joshua, who was undefeated, and he took the um he was he was ducking um Fury and what was the other guy's name? Wilder, yeah. He was ducking them. And he ended up losing to Ortiz. Yep. And that messed up money right there. So, yeah. Again, people people be ducking fights. People be ducking fights because I don't know if they're trying to just raise the price up for the, for the money fight. So it's like you can't, you can't turn it down the money at that point. But people be ducking fights. And for my last, for my last reason is um, boxing throughout history has never been able to leave the allegation that the fights are fixed. And people are just tired of it now. I remember um, as a kid, and I'm going to date myself here. Um, I was in high school when this happened. Um, and Lennox Lewis versus the Vander Holyfield. The first time they fought. Mm. Lennox Lewis... Um, just whooped on Evander Holyfield the whole fight. Like, it was a clinic. And it was like, yeah, I was like, 
Next list won this by at least five rounds. Ain't no way. You know, they gave the fight to Holyfield. And I'll never forget the um the post fight interview. Lynx Lewis was pissed and he said, Did he even hit me with a jab? Because he didn't. <laughs> like Lex Lewis put on a clinic and made a made Holyfield look real bad that day, but they gave the fight to Holyfield because they wanted the rematch. Um there's no there is no it's no secret that um boxing often is fixed that if you know if you don't get the knockout you are like might lose because somebody whether you believe they paid off the judges or people just want another fight or whatever boxing has never escaped those fixing allegations even looked at yesterday Nagano won that fight everybody with eyes can see that Nagano won that fight but they was not going to let Wilder take a loss before he had another big payday for a unification bout. So, uh, what what you think about that, Randall? Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Well, I feel like what boxing doing is this. No matter if you are the underdog coming against a champion, a champion or a title holder boxer in boxing. Somebody knock him down. No, I I look at it like. No matter what, if you don't KO that person, mm-hmm. you are not gonna win. Prime example. I forgot who David Haney was fighting. I forgot, but. Everybody and their mother was saying he lost that fight. I forgot whoever he just fought. I, I forgot dude name, but he was getting he got beat up and he won. But everybody was saying, oh he you know he wasn't doing this he wasn't doing that. And I think Floyd also did one of those fights too where somebody would beat him up bad and uh and he still won and they were pissed off. I forgot who it was, but in boxing that it makes no sense because we you saw it I saw it I saw the uh saw the the, um, come to me. The clips on TikTok. Fury lost that fight yesterday. No way on earth you got knocked down and still won. Now people are saying the reason why he still won was because he was throwing the clear punches. He was throwing accurate punches, yada yada, which is probably true because I ain't catch it till about like three. Rounds left into the uh into the boxing match, but so still. With, with that being said, like like because I, I I I'll answer that for you. I watched it. Only thing you can say is that Fury had better technique when landing the jab and everything. Right, right. That's all he had. Right, was better technique because Nagato was was what didn't did not let him breathe. Right. So, but here's my thing, and then you get handed off to LJ. Here's my thing. In boxing, no matter it, it's too, it's crazy to me because in boxing, if you p- playing the underdog, because Pitbull versus Tank, a lot of people said Pitbull should have won that fight, which I I thought he did would would have won it too, but Tank mm-hmm. won. I don't know. I guess in boxing, 
in order to win, no matter how much you beat up on a person, because whoever got the belt, they're going to throw punches unless they just scared of whoever they're facing. So they need to change that because almost every title match you see, if the underdog is beating up on somebody and they didn't get a KO, they lose. This is like the fourth or fifth time this has happened. And they need to fix that because I'm like, bro, so you mean to tell me I go out there, whoop the crap out of somebody, whoop the me, whoop the crap out of the champion, but the only reason why I didn't win is because I didn't get a KO? Like, that's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. All right, LJ. I get this is a, a another aspect of it that I don't really understand. Oh, uh, but I'm a I'm gonna try to get this. So I don't understand how scoring in boxing is done. What if if you can you explain to me what is what is important when you're scoring in boxing? Okay, so in boxing. How scoring works. Like um, I'm explaining it to you from the beginning. Um, it's a ten point system. Okay. Mm. If you win the round, you get ten points. If you lose the round, you get nine points. If you get knocked down, you lose a point. To where it could be, and so it could be a ten eight round. Okay. Um, I see people. This is pretty rare because when you get knocked down, you're usually like falling back and you're trying to figure out what to do next. Right. Um, try to try to survive. I see people get knocked down and still win the round, so the round goes 9-9. So, I so, that's the, the 10 eight, it's a lot of 10-8s and stuff like that to where, like, you dominate the round. You get a 10-8 if you dominate the round, but you hardly, you don't, you hardly see that. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, the scoring is based on the three judges that are watching the fight. They base the scoring on themselves. They have to take a point away. If the referee tells you to take a point away for cheating, headbutting, all that stuff, you, you have to take that point away no matter what. Right. A knockdown, you have to take that point away. Right. Um, and it's it's all in the eyes of who's watching the fight to where like they say, okay, um, this this round Mayweather won. won. This uh, round, um, um, Manny won. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. That's how it's judged. It's all about the people who are watching it. Watching it, yeah. It, the fight's really in the hands of the three judges when it, when it goes to the distance. So, so, and I'm I'm just trying to make sure. <laughs> so, it, it in this competition, the only reason you everybody starts off with ten, and the only reason you really loses points. Is if somebody cheated, mm-hmm. someone gets knocked down, mm-hmm. or the judges feel like it. Just feels like you lost the round, right? That yeah, somebody each round yeah. somebody has to win, so right. it's like 10, 10 9 or nine ten or whatever, you know. So that to me is crazy, and the reason I say that because so. Let's take another scoring system. Let's say gymnastic, right? Gymnastic has a course a scoring system, but that mm-hmm. system is scored based on how clean was the technique you did, how was your flips done, did you dismount properly, 
Then you stagger. There's like a list of things that the judges has to go by. There really ain't a list for boxing from my understanding. It really is how do I feel about this person or who, as I was saying earlier, who gave me more money or who did give me money or or if you want to take it right back in the day, do I have the mafia on my back trying to make me uh, rig this fight, right? That That's yeah. what it sounds like to me. So that makes sense why, because I always, going to movies and things, I always was like, I wonder why it was, why boxing was, was always shown to be rigged in movies. And it's because it's so easy to rig it. Because yeah. all you have to do is either pay off the fighter or you pay off the judge. That's it. The other ones are hard to read because there's a that's crazy to me. But I maybe it's time to actually have an actual like real scoring system. As in, hey, we gotta look at people's techniques. We have to look at people's footwork. You know, why did he go down? Was it a clean hit or was something dirty about it? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just spitballing it and I'm just being, you know, for the real boxers that hear this, y'all probably think I'm saying something stupid. But, I mean, just as somebody just hearing this for the first time, I'm kind of like, that's crazy to me. I, I don't understand why the system is like that. No wonder it's, you know, no, I, that's why it's dying. It's dying because there's no accountability. You can do whatever you want to do with it, practically. Yeah, so that that's a great point because like some people like even like Cameron said, like, well, maybe we should just count the um count the blows and count like how many times you hit you land a jab for some for, and power punches and stuff like that. Um but um it's a hard way to in that instance, it's a hard way to like Test for effectiveness mm-hmm. of the hit because if you're jabbing all day, he's blocking your jabs all the time, and using that jab to score points, that's a problem, you know. But if you like, like say, like say, like I, I'll hit somebody with a jab twenty times, right? Jab, and they hit they hit me one time for power punch, power punch, but that wobbled me, you know. That power punch is more effective, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it. Like scoring, just like having like a stat based thing, it's kind of hard. I think um, you have to go for effectiveness and everything like that. And I don't know how you can score that just by our math alone, you know? Right, right. So, um, in my opinion, and um, we're going over everything we talked about, um, boxing has lost its. Um, it's aura as being like the main thing and being like almost untouchable, even with all the cheating scandals. Like to me, like, like I can, I can watch boxing, but I, it's not the end all be all. I'm stopping what I'm doing, having people come over to watch the fight barbecue and stuff like that. Those days for me are done because I'm not invested in any of the fighters. I was invested. That's time I was invested. It was the, um, Fury Wilder Part Two because that one was, um, I was invested because how Wilder, uh, Fury got up the last time when he lost it and and how 
Fury probably would have won the fight if he didn't get knocked down in the, um, the last round. So, but to me, they got to fix the scoring. They got to fix They got to do something else to hold judges accountable. They need to be held accountable. Um, the, the disrespect with the celebrity boxing, with the tag team thing, that has to go. We can't disrespect the sport. They're already disrespected it already. Um, some of them might not come in out of shape and not even look at this, try to get a payday. Right. But um, to me, um, that's part of the reason. And the the hate on Floyd when that was going on, that was a thing to where like you can live in Southern California. Um, whenever Floyd fought, I was scared to go outside because people people show like the the Floyd was a huge race baiter. He always fought on Cinco de Mayo. No ifs ands or buts. He's going to do something on the weekend of Cinco de Mayo and come out in a Mexican style truck because he knew that would get him some heat and people going to want him to lose and they're going to pay to see him lose. Um, I was a big Floyd fan. Like I like when Floyd won, I would talk my crap and you 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 should see all the comments I used to get back in the day. It was like it was crazy when right. Floyd would announce a fight and the Floyd Pacquiao thing. I had a huge party. He was probably like 30 people showed up at my house just to watch the fight, you know, and that was the last time I actually threw a party for a fight, but like, it, it was like boxing. I think that was almost at the peak where you couldn't go any higher. Cause that was the last mega fight. I remember, you know, <clears throat> so Floyd beat, um, and like sometimes too, like if you watch a lot of fights back in the day, um, during like the promotional tours and stuff like that, the weigh-ins and the, um, the press conferences, there'll be a lot of trash talking. Be like, okay, these guys really hate each other, and I mi- I miss that too. I really miss that because now everything's done in tweets and stuff like that, or or subtweets or all that stuff. So that's my opinion on why boxing is going. Now, do you guys have anything else you guys want to add to it? Before we wrap this up. Um... They just who if all I gotta say the tag team boxing thing if that if they do that again so disrespectful they need they need to they need to ban whoever do, that they, really is just WWE they I need mean. to ban whoever do that again because like I said I was cool with the celebrity boxing but when I saw that two three weeks ago for some strange reason it pissed me off because I'm like all right now now y'all disrespect the box right. I don't really got too much to add about it. I mean, like I said, I don't watch fighting fights anyway. But it it really is crazy to me. It's like, I mean, a better to me a better product is WWE with just the things y'all telling me about it now. It, like honestly, it's just it, it don't sound like what I what what I envisioned boxing was. Maybe mm-hmm. I should just I I really say when I was looking at that fight uh, the last time we did the. Two weeks ago when we did uh petty hour and Randall was watching the uh, who was it it was KSI KSI yeah uh, I just thought that was just the stupidest fight I the stupidest thing I had ever seen like honestly it reminded me of a school fight like it, it all actually averages you know a whole bunch of people just crowd around get their video cameras out and just start filming a fight 
of two people who really don't know how to fight fight. Which is not true because the other dude supposedly knew how to fight. And supposedly KSI know how to fight, but I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Okay. All right, man, I'll go ahead and close this out. All right. <sighs> Hopefully y'all people enjoyed that. Like Dad said early on in the beginning of the episode, he got a podcast that he's cooking up with, and we just trying to loosen up some jitter so when he started, he won't be too nervous. So hopefully y'all people enjoy that. Um, we probably gonna do this again, just so Dad get the hang of it and um and see how y'all. I, I, I lost. Uh, how see how see how y'all um. Uh, Mess with and stuff like that. I had a brain for I don't know what just happened, but <laughs> yeah, because I was saying it in my and then it just went blank for a second. I don't know what happened, but but hopefully I enjoy it. Like I said, Dad just doing some and he cooking up some, so y'all stay tuned for that. But other than that, man, my name Randall with me as always, the OG Dad and my boy LJ himself, man, and together we go by the name of the Two for One Special Podcast. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this special episode with Dad, man, and we will catch y'all on the next one. Peace out. Peace.